0: Caleb Whalen, on this. You have a degree in physics. Yeah. You mm-hmm, must know mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. I was definitely listening.
1: What are the dimensions? <laughs> yeah,
0: name them.
2: <laughs> um, time.
1: Oh, we're starting yeah. with time. Did I get
2: that yeah.
0: I get that Interesting. Right? Is that good? Uh, so, uh, sure. Mm. You're literally the expert. We came to you because you have a degree specific,
1: in. <laughs> specifically, what are the fourth and fifth dimensions? I mean, the
2: fourth dimension is time. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. fifth dimension.
2: Ain't there, no fifth dimension. No, Do you even have mine. a degree in in physics?
1: <laughs> I think you lied. I feel no, like it no should food. be love. My memory <laughs> no feels that the the fifth dimension is measuring the similarity and differences between our world and other possible worlds. Uh, that nothing. sounds like a whole bunch of crystal very abstract. That, and then that, then although that suggests
2: th- that that dimension only exists if there's other worlds. Right. So it's hard to say. That's another dimension, for sure. But
3: it's also like the thing. <laughs> you know how, like the like, what do they call that? Flatland, and how mm-hmm. trying to di- to perceive oh. a three dimensional creature in two dimensional Flatland is like beyond Flatlander's ability to do. Sure, sure. It could be that kind of thing.
1: The sixth, the sixth dimension would be a plane of possible worlds.
3: What does
2: that mean? What does that mean?
1: Well, the seventh dimension. Oh is like gosh. the fifth and oh, sixth Jesus, dude. except initial <laughs> conditions <laughs> are fuck. different uh, for the different I have worlds.
4: To ask you to the fuck down.
3: Hey everybody, welcome to The Forecast, episode 114. The Forecast is a bi-weekly podcast, produced and sometimes released on Thursdays, other times Fridays. This episode, hot on the heels of the vice presidential debate, which I'm sure we will discuss in depth. Oh yeah. Uh, we are a community of people who love exploring, discussing all kinds of things, from video games and board games, to film and TV, to our everyday life experiences. If you'd like to know more about what we do, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash WeAreTheHorizonCommunity, or you can come hang out in our Discord channel, or you can check out our website, WeAreTheHorizon.com, where we have a ton of original content for you to browse through. Additionally, everything we talk about is in our cast notes, which is pushed out to whatever podcasting app you are using. I'm Aaron, joined by a couple additional peeps. Alex?
1: Man, I was going to make a joke about when did we add that vice presidential dig to the Opening script, and then Did I scrolled guys down.
4: Did you a fly on a guy's
1: <laughs> <laughs> I scrolled down, and it's actually in the script. Look at that!
3: Wow, imagine that! I literally just added it seconds ago, but you've you've you've, you've ruined it.
1: <laughs> you've <laughs> ruined?
3: <laughs> we're doing Alex. it on the fly.
1: Last edit was made by Aaron yeah. Juno two minutes ago. We need Alex. to roll back I'm this mean, document. It's by you
3: Alex. Alex.
5: Hello,
1: Alex. it is it is I. Oh, there he is, the Frank. seeker of the ten dimensions oh god oh,
5: gosh
4: hey at least i don't friggin derail this thing <laughs> not even two minutes in good job
5: we're completely on rails
0: uh, yeah i'm the rail lord
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's me and owen hello guys gals and non-binary pals uh, i have nothing cool this week so we're just going to move right into the less cool portion of the podcast which is what are we been all playing lately? Not <laughs> cool. wow. the actual meat and potatoes of this
6: podcast it's like my favorite so,
4: part of this podcast is when nobody's talking you <laughs> yeah. can slot
1: my discussion of the 10 dimensions in it's like a 10 top 10 list we'll essentially well,
3: okay that's true you know Trump's, what there and you go right <laughs> uh, let's we're gonna, wow. we're gonna mix it up this week with people so let's start with um frank let's start with you this week wow mm-hmm. okay well that's interesting
4: <laughs> uh so expecting that I know. It's like I, I didn't even have time to mentally prepare. Cool. But, and I'm a few beers in, so this is going to be oh, a little, okay. h- little rough, a little off the cuff. A little a little fun? Yeah.
1: Uh, As opposed to our usually well-rehearsed <laughs> discussions. <Exactly.
6: laughs> Very well-rehearsed.
4: Uh, so first thing that I've been playing lately is a lot of Risk of Rain 2. Mm. Um, I was a big fan of the first game, but... Uh, boy did i not like this is one of those games to me that it's like if you just make the same game in 3d it like changes the whole deal it's like super mario brothers to like super mario 64 it's the exact same game with all the same enemies but it's just worlds different and more addictive
2: yeah it's crazy in 3d you wouldn't think it'd make that much of a difference but right it's a whole and, other game
4: and so like i like whenever i get the chance i will usually like run around or two and it's one of those games where it's like okay well you know maybe just one more run
2: (laughs) and that one more run lasts 56 minutes
3: yeah those who haven't played risk of rain the original can you explain like what the difference is between what you're playing now and what the original is um it's in
4: 3d (laughs) and the original (laughs) was so it was like a almost I guess you could call it like a roguelite, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. Um, it was a multiplayer roguelite uh, where you're these, it's, it's like a sci-fi setting where you're all these survivors that are uh, like crash land on this alien planet that has some crazy shit going on. And you essentially kill things to get gold, to get items that are unique and really cool that change the way you play the game so you can kill people faster and get more gold. While first You're up against one, a time limit that gets harder and harder and harder the longer yeah. you play.
2: And the first one plays like a kind of 2D action platformer with some like tactics to it, I guess. Yeah, a lot a of like, slower based combo.
4: cooldown cool management sort, yeah. of, sort of deal. Yeah, right. and like risk of rain, too. Like, all I want is for them to add more content to it. I want them to add yeah. more characters, I want them to add more levels. I, and you just delete it all so
2: <laughs> then he'd add in the sniper from the first game. Yeah, yeah, I That'd really nice. missed
4: the sniper. Um, but I also really like it's one of those games that has a lot of secrets mm-hmm. and a lot of things that you unique things that you have to do, a lot of challenges, uh, actual achievements, unlock things in the game, which is cool. So it kind of like makes you want to play the game and play it in different ways. Which uh is something I don't really see a lot in this uh in this day and age.
2: Can you beat Monsoon yet?
4: I have not beat Monsoon. That is my mm-hmm. white whale. There's actually a boss <laughs> called Monsoon. No, it's the difficulty level. Oh. It's like Drizzle. I
2: don't remember the second one, the monsoon.
1: Is it just Rainstorm? The Might level? just be no.
2: Rainstorm.
4: Yeah, I thought it was I can't remember. But yeah,
0: Monsoon. You
1: see the title intense. of the game is Risk of Rain. Mm. so they're oh, the difficulty levels I, <laughs> see. Like, I
0: get it. yeah yeah yeah
1: they're like precipitation well
2: they're get like it? rain they're like a type of rain specifically
1: different types of rain <laughs> <laughs> got it mm-hmm. mm-hmm. totally, rain the title
3: totally get it now
4: and I, I i also like that all the characters uh play very differently yeah um I I enjoy playing all of the characters. There's some that I like much more than others, but Loader I'm, I, I'm yeah, Loader's very good. Loader's oh, so much fun. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm like this character's cool. They have some unique stuff going on, but they're not really my thing. And I think I think everybody has like a favorite that's kind of different among us that 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 plays it. Alex is a big fan of the engineer, for example that's just constantly <laughs> growing fungus on his body.
1: I do like just getting an immobile engineer that can just heal through everything. It's a fun time.
2: And yeah, you like just standing there watching the gameplay itself. Mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're the type of person that doesn't like to take risks. Of rains. <laughs> of rains. <laughs> uh, too. I
1: also really like Loader and Acrid. So.
4: Yeah, Acid, that, Acrid is a very risky character. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
4: Anyway, so that's for screen too. Very fun. Highly recommend you check it out. I think it's twenty bucks on Steam.
1: Nope, Somebody nope. might
4: want to fact check me on that, but we don't fact check. Okay, it's cheap. We <laughs> <laughs> don't believe in facts. Uh, <clears throat> next, I've been playing a little bit of Left 4 Dead Two. I believe I think uh, not last podcast, but two podcasts ago, we mentioned that a huge update had had been pushed. And so all of us were like, "Let's go check it out." Game's it? still solid.
6: Yeah, yeah. How how still, are the how's the update though? Is that a well does it fit? Or we does could it, tell does it feel you feel bad
2: if we had made it past the original end of the game. Yeah, which yeah. we haven't yet because we were Man. playing on a difficulty that sent I think five tanks after us on oh, the same. Geez. Like it was yeah, one two tank, then another the tank time. then another tank and then two at the same time. Okay, I looked up, though. Though. it
1: up. I looked up that campaign, and there's only two chapters in it. So, I think we're pretty like, that's pretty close to where the end is, I think.
2: But that's before the update, right?
1: No, that's that's what the update is.
2: Oh. Really? Wait, we're yeah. currently playing the update?
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Where we are? Oh, okay. Yep. That's a very small update, then. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: pretty small. They added, like, one part before the area with the lighthouse, and then the old version of the lighthouse was just a survival map, and you had to die on it, and there, there's an escape now instead, I think.
2: Oh, that sounds like nothing. Yeah, that doesn't even sound like an yeah. expansion.
3: It just sounds like a subtle change they, to the end of the game.
1: They said new campaign, and I got excited because the campaigns are usually like five chapters long-ish.
3: Yeah, yeah they're normally pretty good. I, I, I do
6: remember one of the... Uh, like DLC campaigns that they added into one of the games being really disappointing, though, because it was only again like two chapters. Yeah.
1: Huh.
2: Well, I guess it's time to go play more World War World
1: War Z. (laughs) Yeah, that game's pretty fun.
4: Yeah, sign me up.
1: Mm -hmm.
4: Uh, so that's Left 4 Dead 2, and then uh, just the other day, uh, or I think relatively recently, uh, Squad went for 1.0 came out of early access official 1.0 release. And, uh, I bought it a while ago, Alex picked it up cause it came out of 1.0 and we played during a free weekend and it was a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, squad squad is great. It's kind of like, um, sort of like battlefield a little more intense, a little more realistic. Um,
1: like Armalite.
4: Yeah, it's like Armalite where it's like everybody has their position, like there are designated squad leaders and there's like a designated commander, there's a map. But like everybody has to make their their team like and their squad work. So there's like logistics people that are just running ammo to the front lines and there's medics that are just uh like dragging people that go down because it's one of those games where like when you go down you don't die and respawn immediately. You go down and you're basically bleeding out for 300 seconds.
3: Mm.
1: And you can you manually hit the button to like respawn, but then that affects your team's tickets. Mm. So you kind of don't want to do that.
3: Yeah, interesting. This also looks and like it's way bigger than what the get maps from, like, are. Battlefield, way,
1: super huge. Maps are big incredibly huge it's a 50 v 50 battle so 100 players in a map and it's like like we were on a squad of like six or seven people i think for like two hours in that match oh yeah that was one
4: single match okay this one was a little bit of like we kind of stimated for a while yeah it was like there was a river that we had to cross and, like, we steamrolled them up to that point. And then it was just, like, fucking D-Day, like, charging the beaches. Mm-hmm.
1: But it was pretty cool. Like, we couldn't hear direct comms with the commander of the entire team. But our squad leader would get updates from him. And then he'd be like, all right, the commander wants us to move out to this location and try to secure it and set up a, a forward operating base. That's cool. So that we can, like, spawn there and Do stuff you, like you that. don't
2: know what the other squads are doing, but.
1: Yeah, are only getting your info.
4: Yeah, so like when you're when you're the squad leader, you can communicate with all the other squad leaders and the commander. And there's also like a direct channel thing so that way you don't like muck up all the comms cuz you can mm-hmm. have up to like 10 squads and the commander all talking. So you can like directly communicate like with like squad 5 that's maybe like a little ways to the west of you and be like, "Yo, 5, we we're getting fucked up. Can you move around?" and flank these guys like they're coming at us from the north and be like yeah we got you
1: and it's got like the different voice chat buttons too like you can locally chat where it's not going over a radio or you can do your different radios to do different levels of command (laughs) pretty sick
4: yeah it was um that one was definitely uh the sound design in the game is very good um, I think it's one of the few first-person shooters that's like relatively easily accessible that actually makes you afraid of death.
3: Mm. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. No, oh. like except for when I hear RPG. <laughs> very true. Urgency. I mean, that's just that's just pure fear.
1: Also, I purchased this game and then realized that I got it in a humble monthly like a year ago or something.
3: You purchased
2: it after you got it in the humble bundle. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh! (laughs) I purchased it recently when Ah! it came out. Did you try refunding it? Just pulling it. No, I didn't. I didn't
1: realize. I have like eight hours in that game now or something. Oh my god, that sucks! (laughs) You
2: silly, silly man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I have an extra key. Just always, you gotta always do the humble bundle keys, regardless if you're gonna play the game, man. That
4: is
1: a good point.
4: and they also recently added helicopters to the game so there's like a flight aspect um like one thing that's just really cool is in games where it's like you have fire support like mortars and artillery usually it's like a off-map thing where the commander just lays down a point and then things go no in in squad there's a mortar team that the commander will be like, I need you to fire here. And then they have to go in and manually like range it out and dial it in. It's a little mini-game. And it's really cool. So it's like that's cool. And it and it really feels like uh like no matter what you are contributing to the game, like as a whole. So like like when Alex and I were playing, our squad was like literally. The front line the whole time so we were just getting slaughtered and there are so many times where it's like guys we just got to hold out until like the other squads can flank around and wipe these guys out so we it was just gotta a, yeah there out. was a
1: couple times that our freaking commander ordered our squad to go attack knowing it was a suicide mission so that everybody would focus on one side of the map and then they would have like the entire rest of the team on the other side of the map yeah to, so- to push in behind instead
4: Rough so life, here's man. us running up the beach, literally, while like four or five enemy squads are just lighting our fucking day up.
5: <laughs>
4: and it the shit was like nuts. It was, oh, it was great. It was great. Highly recommend it. I definitely want to play some more. If you're into that sort of thing, and even if you're not, like Jake, I know... Wow,
0: wow. 30
4: minutes <laughs> 30 minutes in and out. I know you love that type <laughs> of stuff.
0: Oh yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> but
4: like squad is much more accessible. It's like r- rooted as a as a FPS, it's much more approachable. Seems cool. Uh and lastly, uh, that I've been playing a little bit of Pistol Whip VR game. Uh it's kind of like a rhythm uh rail shooter, I guess. Yep. Um the only thing that I have to say about that game is uh nothing makes me feel like John Wick more than that game.
2: <laughs> and you've played super
5: hot, right?
4: I have played super hot.
5: Mm.
1: Okay.
3: Uh Alex, how about you? What have you been
1: playing? Yeah, sure. Um well I think the biggest one is Star Wars Squadrons came out.
6: Yeah, it did.
1: Um, I know Owen and I have been playing this. Um, yeah. I've played I, some as well. Oh, yeah. Frank has played it. I forgot about that. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew that ahead of time. <laughs> um, I've only played the story so far. I haven't touched multiplayer yet, which I feel like it's mostly hey, positioned don't. as a multiplayer game.
6: Don't. Don't play <laughs> multiplayer? It's bad. Oh, No. Uh, I I would say that uh, this game does the immersion very well. Uh, I don't know what mode that you have played on, Alex, but I am playing the one that has no heads-up display at all. Oh. And I love it. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Like it is so cool being able to see all of the thing like your your shields or your uh power and your to your like guns or your speed and all of that stuff like in front of you in the console and you see like your guy's hand like flicking it when you go to press those buttons and switch them around and everything. Like it's it is very well immersed. Like the second I started playing, I felt like I'm flying a ship in star wars like it it did that well mm,
1: Uh um, I, I still get all that stuff with the full hud mode i wonder what is different actually do you get like markers on enemies in the sky and stuff like that nope. Probably no you, not. Have to, you have to use yeah. your
4: scanner on the, on the exactly you got to use yeah, the okay. scanner thing um, if, you play, if you played elite dangerous it's it's pretty much like elite dangerous light <laughs>
6: uh i i would say though that the the multiplayer is rough uh mainly because of t- it's extremely light there's only two modes there's a couple maps in each mode but that's about it uh and they're not going to add anything else like the developers said that is what we have that is what you're getting we're not making anything else do not expect any more stuff hmm. um and the multiplayer itself is it's hard Like, you know, it's just one of those things that uh, I understand that there are people that love this game and are going to get really good at it, and those people already existed within four hours of the game being out, and (laughs) then you just lose. Like, there's... it, It just... There's a couple hours of it that you're fun and having, you know, you're running, you're flying around and having a good time trying out all the ships and everything, Uh, and then you just realize that there is no way you're winning, uh, because people will literally just be shooting you out of the the space the after five seconds of you flying around. Like it's just you don't win. Um, I
4: mean, I mean, the reason why is it's kind of like everybody that plays sort of flight sims, they all work around the same principle. And it's not quite as accessible as first-person shooters where, you know, if you play first-person shooters, you can transfer that over. It's like, no, understanding, like, banking and, like, doing maneuvers to get people off your tail. Like, that isn't necessarily something. So whenever anybody comes to a new flight sim and they're a flight sim enthusiast, like, it's, there's there's usually a couple nuances that they need to get used to. Like, that game moves very fast.
6: There's also a lot, I feel like, that it doesn't tell you. Uh, in fact, one of the things I had to straight up look up, because the game doesn't tell you it at all. Even in the campaign, the campaign's just like, oh yeah, just do the thing, it's super easy, and it's not. Like, it blatantly doesn't make any sense. Uh, because they never mentioned that you have to hit a shift key, ever. And I was like, oh, that's important to because uh, like pretty much everybody online was complaining. Uh, Alex, I know that you were the one that talked about this the last time about like when you saw the preview and what you thought of it. Uh, the banking where you like go full speed and then cut your engines and spin and then oh, yeah. then, like spin off in a different direction. You've got to press the shift key. To be able to do that, but it never mentions that ever inside of any part of the game, and so when it's you're in the campaign and it's just like, okay, cool, do that maneuver. Like the the thing is just saying, go really fast and then turn really hard. And I was like, I was doing that, and I did that for a solid five minutes, and it just kept failing me. And I was like, Why is this not working? Yeah. And then they they definitely tell
1: you to use boost. Well, no, the campaign,
6: the boost isn't the shift key. The boost is space. It tells you to uh, use the I'm boost and so. turn. Yeah, it tells you to do the boost and turn, but it, you have to hit something else to hold the boost through the turn. And it they do not mention that at all. Hmm. And it wasn't until I brought it, I, I was literally looking up guides on how to do it, and that somebody was like, "Oh yeah, this is how you do it." And I was like, "Hey, if you have to look up online guides to do basic maneuvers that are important to this game, both in the campaign and the multiplayer." That's really bad level design. Like, that's terrible design that you couldn't give a decent enough tutorial of how to do that thing.
1: No, no, I don't know. I been... went through that section of the campaign and it was fine. Yeah, I didn't I have to didn't... look it up. Yeah, I
0: didn't get I've stuck. only been half paying attention, but did Owen just say something bad about a Star Wars thing? <laughs> <laughs> about yeah? a Star Wars? That can't be right. That
1: awesome. sound wrong. Owen. Oh, and... Has been fair about Star Wars properties, I think. It's like, with the Sim stuff, he wasn't super just, happy with all that. I'm just
0: trolling. That's, that's <laughs> fine.
6: I, like I said, I think that it's really fun, and I think that it's very enjoyable, but I also feel like there's a lot of it that's just, like, I don't think it's worth $40. I think it's probably worth a solid 20 okay. 25
1: Worth noting, not a f- not a full price sixty dollar game though. Yeah, at least it is forty dollars.
6: At least That's they something. did that because if they tried to pass this off as a sixty dollar game, I would have been pissed from the go.
1: I, I was, I'm having a great time with it so far. I, like I said, I haven't touched multiplayer, so I haven't had like the frustration of being murdered, wrecked. super hard over and over yeah. again, which I'm sure will happen at some point when I try that. But I, the I mean, the campaign, campaign so far good. is yeah been awesome and it's got cool set pieces and it makes you feel cool and the ship customization i think is really good and all the stuff with like being able to divert power to different sections of the ship like uh engines shields or weapons well i think think that stuff's really good
6: going farther than that is also really cool of how it's not just i can put power into my shields it's i can put the power to my shields to the front shield yeah, yeah so like when i'm going on an attack run and i know i'm going to get battered from the front i can put all of my power to the front shield so i don't just get blasted from the um you know star destroyer or whatever and i think that's just awesome that's such a great like cool concept
1: yeah
4: i just i just wish that you could uh sort of i wish it was more granular so that you could prioritize weapons and engines, but not both to full—only like three quarters. And I, I agree with you.
6: I feel like it would be much better if you could control each a, each one of those individually. So you could just be like, "All right, I want a third at shields, and then two thirds, you know, over at uh, and you know have, have uh, at, at the guns, and then speed at two thirds as well." Instead of like.
4: It, it, that's like while I was playing that game, I was like, "This is cool that it's in the Star Wars universe," but it really just wants me. It makes me want to play Elite Dangerous, especially since that game has Newtonian physics.
1: It's it's the squad of of flight sims.
4: Squadrons!
1: <laughs> Whereas Elite Dangerous is the armor of, of flight sims. Anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm having a great time with it, so. Yeah, I'll check I, back in next podcast and let you know how multiplayer I'm, goes. I'm
6: excited to do multiplayer with other people. Yeah. Rather than just randoms cuz randoms has been hit and miss. Like even uh,
1: like the the classes of ship I think are are like good. Like I actually really like the, like the support ships where you're like launching shields at other ships and stuff like that. I don't know yeah. how that works. <sighs> Sounds like Dude, it. bombers are <laughs> <but> <laughs> so OP. Bombers are cool. Like <clears throat> doing bombing runs in trenches of big ships is really awesome.
4: I'm going to shoot a shield up your
1: butt. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I've been I've been enjoying that. Um, I've also been playing Hades, which we've talked about a bunch on this podcast, but I just wanted to bring it up because I'm playing it a bunch now, and it's really good. Yeah. Um, I think the fist weapons are really bad. <laughs>
5: Dude,
0: what are you talking <laughs> about? They are super fun, but they're <laughs> probably they? the worst ones. I think so. I like, the, I like playing with them a lot. Like, I would
1: talk about the fist weapons like Caleb talks about the shield, I think. Wow. Well, to be
0: fair, yeah, the side. fist weapon got a lot better. <laughs> I got an upgrade where after you hit, hit 12 regular punches, your like big uppercut move hits four times.
1: Oh, mm. That sounds good.
0: That's way better. That's really good, actually. Yeah.
4: I also I had one that I got Doom. So yeah. it's like a delayed uh, big, like, nuke damage. And then I also got an ability to where the Doom does more damage the amount of stacks that you get on. Oh, yeah.
5: So That's you cool. just,
4: so you just like, fum, 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 and just like beat the shit out of a dude until he's got like five stacks on him and then he just nukes to death.
1: Yeah. So that game's still good. Um, Spunky 2 came out. I think the original came out in like 2012 or something, so it's been a long time. Played a bit of that with Caleb. That game is a uh, very difficult.
2: It's also very co-op unfriendly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the time being, um, I think it'll be better once we have online co-op and we could can like kind of separate a little bit more. Oh, uh, is it just couch co-op just... right now? Yeah. Yeah. The, so they released it on PS4 ahead of. PC, I believe, and had some pretty big issues with the net stuff, the net code, and mm-hmm. decided to pull the online functionality for the PC release, and it's going to go back in very soon, I think. But yeah, I mean, its it does seem harder in co-op, just because mm-hmm. there's more chaos going on, and you're you're less focused on every little thing going on in the environment, but... Plus, we didn't even make it past, yeah, true, Caleb's bad at video games, as everybody knows. No. We didn't even make it past the first five health and Alex murdered world. me once.
5: Oh, yeah, That's that was That's
2: higher base health. But he insta-killed me.
1: Was that when I had the freeze ray?
2: Yeah, he shot me with a freeze ray, turned me an icicle, and jumped on me
1: okay yeah not intentional I might say it just kind of happened it sounds pretty fucking
4: intentional
1: <laughs> right like when he just says it like that it sounds like I killed him on purpose oh god that I accidentally all.
4: stabbed you and then cut you into what parts like. and put you in my trunk and then threw you there's in the leg so many oh, sorry, times, bro.
1: there's so many times where we start level 1-1 one, one and like something happens immediately where my, my body like bounces around the map and I die instantly or something like yeah the it's
2: Wonky in that game. Also,
1: your whip hits behind you when you like and above you wind it up. So, when your buddy's like right behind you and you're trying to whip somebody in front of you, you just whip them off of like a cliff or something into a trap. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: pretty vicious, but you can pick each other up and throw throw them, so that's fun. So, you can get to like hard to reach places. Yeah, without wasting ropes.
1: Pretty good. um I've also been playing this other platformer type game called Terraforming Earth. Uh, it doesn't sound like many people have heard of this game, but but it like judging sound like by a
2: platforming game, seeing as
4: how yeah. Earth has already been terraformed,
0: seeing as yes. when I
1: was on the leaderboards, I was like consistently in the top twenty of like Ooh, level clears.
0: Nice. <laughs> maybe you're just really good. You think of that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe I'm really good at video games. Pro esports <laughs> player
6: right here. <laughs> that doesn't sound the, right. It
1: is a <laughs> it's a puzzle platformer. It's kind it's kind of unique. It's a three player puzzle platformer. What? So me, Sam, and Cassie were playing it. And it has randomly generated levels that are generated by an AI that puts the levels together piece by piece.
0: Oh my
1: God. And the developer has a bounty out that he'll give a hundred bucks to the first person that can find a level that can't be solved. Uh, so like then he's how, very confident in the levels.
6: How are their, their leaderboards if the AI is proc genning the...
1: Because on top of that, there's also like a curation system that People will like vote on a level when it's over and like Mario maker style, it'll rise to the top. And so the levels it's giving you are
6: already pro gen from yeah, someone else. Got from you. somebody else playing it. Got you. Okay. That makes sense. It's a
1: pretty cool system. And it works out pretty well, but you're like three little robots that each have a, a unique power. Like there's a teleporty guy. There's a guy that can pick stuff up and jump. And then there's a guy that can like hover. And then there's just like a bunch of like obstacles to get through, spikes and enemies and stuff like that. And then it's got like this overarching you're terraforming the earth storyline. Where you're like collecting materials and going back to your base and building more versions of yourselves to like terraform the earth more.
6: to terraform cool. the earth.
1: Um Yeah, and lastly, Among Us has still been a thing.
0: Yeah, it has. <laughs> I've yeah. never heard of this game.
1: Uh, yeah. I like mean, a game
2: where you lie to your friends and they get upset about it.
1: I'm sure everybody's heard a ton about Among Us at this point, and we've talked about it before. There's not much to say about it. I will say that I played my first game with randoms with Cassie the other night, and, and that was a unique Cassie experience. a random? No. <laughs> Me and Cassie <laughs> didn't have anybody else online, and we went and joined a random game of Among Us. And it's weird how you can like, like, kind of figure people out. Like, there was a few people that stayed around for a bunch of games, and Mm -hmm. you started trying. You started like learning how they played, and it was just like, it was weird. Also, like every time somebody finds a body, everybody just puts where in chat yes and it's the funniest thing ever i think because obviously they're gonna tell us where the body (laughs) it is it is very
6: funny when you respond to that before they say where and then they wait for you to say where it is like i've done that before because i know the first thing is going to be where so i'm just like electrical and then like five people post where and then they're just like come on man tell us what happened and i was just like look above electrical like i've answered your question before you (laughs) spammed it
1: yeah, it was pretty funny. And me and Cassie stayed in voice chat the whole time. And there was a few times where I was imposter and still in voice chat with her. And that was kind of cool. So I was like trying to talk off like, like I was not imposter. I'm
4: just doing these tasks. Oh,
6: uh,
3: man. This guy's kind of sus over
6: here. I'm definitely not going to kill him.
3: Interestingly <laughs> enough, um, Among Us has holds the seventh uh, place for the highest peak uh, playership on Steam of all time. Wow. Of all what time, are the huh?
6: first six?
3: PlayerUnknowns made 3.2 million at one point, which is just freaking I, I insane. I assume one of the top five is TF2, slash CSGO. CSGO is number two, 1.3. Dota 2, 1.2. Then Terraria, under half a million, and everything Terraria. else. Fallout 4, Life is Strange 2, Among Us, Postal, GTA 5, <laughs> and Hitman 2. Life, wow. Strange. Life is 5? Strange thought, 2? Yeah. Had four 468,000 concurrent How? players at one point. Don't know. That's How
1: weird. did Life is Strange 2 beat among us? For- Actually,
3: that was fun. last Strange. month that it had 468,000 468,
1: uh, peak players. I don't understand. It must yeah, have had like, a free weekend.
3: Yeah, Even like still, who something. cares? About-
1: yeah. I don't understand. That <laughs> is very so odd. weird. Also, that game is kind of bad. Also, GTA's so, peak
3: number on here is from April 2015. Most of the sense. other games on here are like 2018 and beyond. Hmm. I, was fr- I thought Artifact was going to be on there somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's... Wow. Good pull.
0: <laughs> God, i take that uh, Artifact.
3: Caleb, how about you? What have you been playing
2: lately? Oh, well, uh, I played some Splunk too with Alex, like you said, and then I decided I should go back and play Original Splunky. So I've been playing some of that, and I'm reminded that I don't really like it that much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's kind of wonky. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't really do it for me like Binding of Isaac does. And I don't know why, because everybody raves about how good it is. But mm-hmm. so far, I mean, so far, I've only made it to like a second region. So maybe I'm just not picking up on what's real fun about
1: it.
0: Can you not I cry know. in Spelunky is that what <laughs> it is? I haven't been able to cry yet, so mm-hmm. that,
2: that is a downside.
1: There's a surprising movement online that claims Spelunky is the perfect video game.
2: Yeah. Right, I keep reading stuff about how yeah. good Spelunky is, and then I'm playing it, and I'm like,
1: I mean, it's it's fun-ish. I don't know how <laughs> they get to the, the conclusion they get to, but...
2: No, no, I tried to look up, like, people who like Binding of Isaac but don't like Spelunky can't find anyone. So, I don't know. Maybe wow. Maybe I just You're don't understand own. why it's a good game.
4: Because things uh... can't just be good, they have to be the best. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, and then I've been playing
2: some of this game called Hack. Hawk. I don't know how you say it. It's got to be Hack.
1: H-A-A-K. I, think. I don't know. I don't know. It's not. No, maybe
0: it's like an S-A-L-K-E-R it You not hack like anything so Hawk.
2: far? Yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hawk. Yeah. But, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't say it anywhere in the game because there's no voice acting in it. But it's a little Metroidvania. Uh, it hasn't done anything particularly special so far. It's just been kind of a solid Metroidvania game. It's in early access. So it's only got like the three first three levels or so. Three areas, I
1: guess. You had to some exciting games this time, huh?
2: I know. <laughs> I didn't play much this time. I was <laughs> busy with stuff. I don't know. I uh, Jake, how about you? I wasn't too
1: great into any of them.
3: What have you been
0: playing uh, lately? So I finally started playing a little bit of The Last of Us Part 2.
3: Mm. Alex is so pumped.
0: Yeah, no, mm. I so I, I really thought I wasn't going to like it. Um, I think the beginning is really slow and weird it like has a slow start and then right when it starts to pick up speed you switch characters so it kind (laughs) of like resets your momentum and it really turned me off so i kind of put it off for a while but i picked it back up and surprise surprise it's really good um so yeah i'm not super far i'm just maybe like three hours in i think okay but i've been enjoying it a lot it's it's really fun and i need to play more of it
1: i saw some stats recently that Last of Us Part 2 has, like, a 60% completion rate, which is, like, insanely high.
0: Yeah, because yeah. it, it's, is like a, high, yeah. almost a 30-hour game, or is it only 20? Uh,
1: well, it it's, depends it's, on who's playing, Caleb or
0: Alex. Yeah. <laughs> Fair.
1: It took me, like, 25, I think.
0: Okay. So it's probably, like, 20.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, right, is that reasonable 20 to 20 to 30, something like that, you okay. know. Depending on who you are. Sure.
0: <laughs> Uh, and actually something I thought was really cool and that links me to my next game is when you're exploring these little like open world sections, you just have like a map and your characters just like marking stuff off and like circling spots. And I think that's really, really cool. And you also do that in Silent Hill, too. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just like a little it's a little thing that I think kind of ups the immersion uh, and I'm kind of surprised more games don't do it because I think it's really, really cool. Uh, But yeah, is there like a,
1: H- a new version of this game or is this I, Silent
0: Hill 2? No, I just it's Halloween ish. <laughs> yeah. And okay, it's okay. been on my list for ages. So I was like, yeah, I'll just uh, you know I'll play it.
4: Uh, Jake, I, I don't mean to totally derail you, but that just kind of made me think of something where the map is a highly underutilized aspect of most games.
0: Oh, it's, dude, it's so true. Most of the but, time, it's just
4: it's there to hold the five million icons you need. No. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not interactive. You can't really do much with it.
1: It's there to be blank until you climb the tower.
4: Yep. Yep. Exactly. But, or not even that. Like, I mean, I haven't even played Zelda. Uh, the. What? Breast Breath of the Wild. Of the Wild. It, yeah, that one. Breasts of the Wild. Um, mm-hmm. Where I heard it was like you can mark stuff on the map yourself. Yeah. And like you could do that in Divinity as well where it's like, oh, there's a chest here, but we can't open it. So we'll go back at some point or whatever. Sure. Sorry,
0: didn't
4: mean to do. De- yeah, <laughs> no, no,
0: you're, you're good, because it's it's a valid point, And it's why I think them marking stuff on the map is so cool. And even within Silent Hill 2, if you go to a new area like I walked into like a new hotel, for instance, and I don't have a map of the hotel yet. So the map is just blank. I have to like literally find a map of it in the game world. And then he'll start, like, marking stuff like, oh, this door's locked, this door's sealed, I can't get through it.
1: Mm -hmm. I just
0: thought that was really cool.
2: It's like a Hollow Knight kind of...
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, where you've got to kind of go blind for a little bit until you find a map. And then you can kind of get your bearings. Hmm. Uh, The only other thing I want to say is that the sound design in Silent Hill 2 is incredible. Uh, I've played it a little bit before, just on PS2, like on my TV. I remember not being particularly impressed. But this time I'm playing it with, like, headphones. And that is like a world of difference. It is so incredibly good. I feel uh, like I've
2: heard that about all of the Silent Hill games.
0: Yeah, general. I mean, just I've really only, well. I haven't really played many of them. Like I played a little bit of three and a little bit of two. Uh, I'm trying to rectify that now. But yeah, sound <laughs> design is incredible. I freaking love it.
4: As somebody who's never really played Silent Hill, what what exactly is it about the sound design?
0: Uh, so like. It's just really unnerving. Uh, So there's like, there's a part early in Silent Hill 2 where you're just kind of walking down this path and it's super foggy. And at one point you're just walking and you start to hear like a second set of footprint or footsteps just like behind you. Mm -hmm. And like, there's no one there, but it's just kind of like you're going. It's just like, whoa, is, you know, it sounds like I'm being followed or it sounds like there's like snarling dogs just off the path. Like you can't see them because it's like super foggy, but it's just it's really unnerving, I think.
4: I just okay, think so, it's really well done. So it's how they it's how they utilize it as a like way to build tension. Not necessarily like, oh, like these sound samples are so crisp, like a battlefield, yes. like dice. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. do explosions so good, you're like, oh, these explosions, you're not like all oh, these footsteps, they sound so good. It just like mm-hmm. it adds to it.
0: Yeah, it's more about how it's used than like the quality. Because I mean it's a PS2 game. So, like, quality-wise, like, the voice acting especially suffers from this. It's terrible. It's really bad voice acting. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, sound design of, like, the effects the monsters make, uh, that kind of little stuff, like the footsteps when you're walking through the fog, I I think it's just really incredible. Uh, And then the last thing I played, I finally finished Witcher 3 and all the DLC. And, um, yeah, Blood and Wine. I see why everyone loves that one. That one is way, way good feels like it honestly could have been like its own standalone game. It's so good.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh and then I don't really have anything to say about the other one, Hearts of Stone. It's kind <laughs> of whatever. I see why nobody talks about that one.
3: Can you play? You could play either of those expansions as standalone, right? Right. Okay, can, you? I so. you can I thought I thought so. Yeah.
1: I gives you, a, you could. appropriately level character for it.
0: That makes a lot of sense.
3: Yeah. That's really and cool that they let you do that.
1: Like their length is significant enough that it's like, basically like a normal campaign game. It's <laughs> yeah. not like a super long RPG.
0: Yeah, no, so I, you I could think totally
1: play that as a game. That's it's pretty cool.
0: Blood and Wine's definitely worth doing that for again. Heart of stone was, co- I, I didn't love Heart of stone. Uh, I warmed to it. The ending is really good. I think at least the mm-hmm. ending I got was really, really good. I guess there's a way that you wouldn't necessarily get the ending. I did, um, but I thought it was really well done. The beginning is definitely the weakest part. Well, it's like the opening part. There's a part where Geralt goes to a wedding and it just sucks. I hate yeah, it. I thought it was really so boring. It's so good.
1: It's man,
0: you just kind of like bum around this wedding for what feels like 10 years. I hated it. I didn't enjoy I think it at all.
1: Probably the difference is one, I don't know. I kind of like little side stuff like that. And two, I had played all of this intense Witcher content and went straight into that without stopping. Mm-hmm. Sure. And having just like a reprieve after saving the world where you just go hang out at a wedding felt so appropriate. Sure.
0: I can see that. It was
1: really nice.
4: Didn't have to pop any tonics.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, speaking of, these DLCs really like to put you in fistfights. And fistfights are the worst part of The Witcher. (laughs) Because they're like, you know all those buffs that you worked really hard to get? You don't get them. You know that gear you were grinding for? You don't get to equip it. Nope. Yeah. It's just you. The enemy does like a quarter of your health in one hit, and you have to hit them about a billion times. You're also fighting do- three guys.
1: <laughs> mm. I do like that. There's a couple bosses in there that actually have like mechanics you have to figure out. I guess there's like there's like a dude that regenerates, and there's like a like the one of the first ones in Blood and Wine, like that witch. Was pretty cool with the way how she worked. You're Literally like, like flying on a broomstick.
0: <laughs> what? Oh, is, like a witching witch. about.
1: Are you not? <laughs> oh man.
0: I don't think I fought I a witch who flew on a broomstick.
1: I don't think that's a missable fight. I don't know. I think that's like a main.
0: I don't. I mean, maybe I'm forgetting. I feel like I'd remember a witch flying on a broomstick.
1: <laughs>
0: but feels like it'd be memorable. Yeah, I mean. So two options here, either it's really bad and I hated it, or <laughs> I missed it. I feel like I missed it. Uh, we, uh, I don't want to spoil it for anyone yeah. who hasn't played this, but it's good. I got the sad ending for Blood and Wine, and even though it was sad, I still actually really liked it. I thought it was still like a really good ending, which is probably a good sign, because usually the bad endings are like, everyone died, and you fucked up, and it's your fault, and it sucks. But I thought <laughs> this was like a, an appropriate ending for it. I was hmm. I'm happy with it.
3: Uh, Owen, how about you? What have you been playing?
6: Uh, So I've been playing uh, a bunch of things, uh, one of which I've been finishing up my sub on WoW. Um, It's World of Warcraft. It's classic. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I finally got to 60, so I've been able to do some of the raids and things like that, uh, which has just been nice. I never got a chance to do that when I was playing the game, uh, you know, back during the regular times. Um, So that was nice. I like it. It's fun. Um, I understand why people like raid content and, um, you know, why a lot of games like, uh, Destiny kind of built their content around that. Um, I've also been doing Star Wars Squadrons, uh, which we already talked about, uh, among us, I've had three game nights in the past week of playing mm-hmm. Among Us. It's a lot of fun. I know we've talked about it a lot, uh, but it's just nice playing with a group of friends, and uh, apparently Sam just always gets fucking uh, imposter. That's just... Oh. he He's, well, he's he gotten last time it... I, played
2: too.
6: I was gonna say, he gets it like 50% of the time, so you can just safely assume him, vote him out at the start, and you're good to go. <laughs> uh, also been playing... Uh, also been playing some uh, Fall Guys Season 2 that came out exactly today um so that's, that's been that's been interesting uh did they
1: add mini games to that game
6: no for season
1: two. Oh, okay so what's... Well,
6: so, so this is this is all 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 that i've figured out thus far from playing it um is that there has been um four new maps that they've added and then oh, okay. they've added uh new kind of spins to like the old maps which has been a lot of fun uh they've also uh have a new mode which I think maybe is what you're referring to where you can pick like I want to do currently it's just like this type of map and so it's nothing but that type of map. Oh, that's neat. Um and so that's been kind of nice. I've can been you having just a lot of fun with
1: that.
6: Uh I wish because I need <laughs> to get so much better at it. So yeah, that's kind of everything that I've been playing.
3: Uh I'll go last, of course. A uh, couple things we've already talked about among us. Left 4 Dead 2. Also been playing a lot of Destiny. Uh, we haven't talked about this much, mm-hmm. but there's a group of us who have done... Um, we've completed all but one of the currently available raids, which is pretty impressive. I don't feel like a lot of people actually get to raid in Destiny. I mean, it is a big group of... you got to have six players, and it's a pretty intense, long-duration puzzle. Um, I, I really and enjoyed intense. the first one. Yeah, I mean, very, very Usually. intense. Lots of yelling, lots of coordination with only part of the team, and then also with the entire group. I mean, it's there's a lot of things going on, which I really, really, really appreciate, and I think for, like, end-level Destiny content, it is very much the end-all be-all for them, and it's it's they're very fun to play. The most recent one we played was um, uh, the Shattered Crown? No. Yes, Crown no. Crown of Sorrows. Crown of Sorrows. Uh, and like it's it was a shorter raid, but it was still super fun. Even though it took us like I feel like four weeks to actually complete. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll say, um, Derek recently got the achievement for beating Leviathan when we did that, and it says thirteen point three percent of players have that.
5: Ooh, dang. yeah.
3: See, I mean, and, and that was um, like that's that's been around for a while. Yeah, to that's the f-
1: first one.
2: Yeah. To be fair, it went free to play, so you're gonna get a lot of people to just play it for like a
1: pick it up. And we put it also back down. have I have bit. the last wish. Achievement and that's seven point three percent of players. Dang. Yep. Not very many people.
3: Also, that's just a very hard raid. Uh, yeah. Um. Anyway, game's so super far, cool. I, I I did see that they're talking a lot about. Um. Or they showed off some of their new exotics that's coming up for uh, Beyond Light. Um. They showed off about ten new exotics that they're planning on adding to the game, which is exciting. Uh. And when that launches, I think that's early next month, if I'm not wrong. That sounds right. November 6th, maybe.
1: That yeah. Does well, sound possible.
3: great. Uh let's talk about some other news related things. Uh, first and foremost, um, let's talk about some AMD stuff. Alex. Yeah.
1: So the new Ryzen processors got announced today. Um, they had a pretty quick little uh live stream where they just like came out and said what they are and how much they cost. So you've got like a fifty nine hundred X that's $550. That's like their kind of premium, like going against uh, probably like an i7 something or another. Uh, Above that, they actually have a tier that's a 5950X. That's like $800. That's like your insane like creator level without going into Threadripper. Mm. And then you've got some more affordable ones, four 4- $450 for the 5800X. That's probably going against you know, one of the higher-end Intel. And then you've got the 5600X, which is 300. That's going to be your more mid-tier processor.
3: How do their processors compare at this point to what Intel's been putting out?
1: So as of last generation, pretty much everybody considers them kind of ahead. And then, like, you can go specifically look at game benchmarks because they're so single-threaded oriented. Yeah. And Intel is like a few percent ahead, usually still, because their single-thread performance is better. But during this presentation, they showed off benchmarks for the 5900 and the 5950 that both beat the records for single-threaded performance in Cinebench, like, by a lot. That's awesome. So they they actually directly spoke about, in the presentation, taking the single-thread performance leadership So hopefully we'll see that, you know, come to pass as well, and then we'll have some real competition in the space. Yeah, that'd be nice. Intel have to do something. Intel's been on a 14 nanometer process for years at this point, and has just been kind of stagnant. So getting them to do something would be nice.
3: We should also mention other news: Uh, PAX Unplugged, which. Has been apparently holding off to see whether or not they could actually have their convention in late November, early December. Has decided, finally, that, oh, actually we have a pandemic, we should probably not have our convention. So they've canceled. This is, it's it's October. We're like yeah. a month and a half away from when this can this should be happening. Yeah. I mean, normally when you book for PAX, you're booking a house and you're buying tickets like three to five months before the actual convention itself. Mm-hmm. So they did. They put tickets on sale. No, they did not. They no. just had on their website forever. They actually changed it in August and it said tickets coming on sale soon, and then just left it on there until today when they announced that they were canceling Packs Unplugged. Weird. That's kind <laughs> of wild. <laughs> very strange. Very strange.
1: Along with that, they announced that they're not doing an online thing for it. So
3: I don't know how um, you would do an it's online a thing tabletop sim. That's fair. Yeah. I mean that's pretty much the only way you could do it. You'd have to have people who put versions of their game in tabletop to them and then somehow honor the removal of those once it's over. Yeah. Which good luck. Yeah, you know, probably uh-huh. impossible. In other important news, we should also talk about how Xbox One X sales are doing very well.
0: Yeah. So the Xbox Series X went on sale A while ago, you know, it's a fortnightly podcast. So this was like about two weeks ago. Right. And about that time, sales of the Xbox one X, which is like the current version, went up by seven (laughs) hundred and forty seven percent. Presumably because they named it the same goddamn thing. (laughs) People just Googled Xbox Series X and went, oh, that one sold out. But I could buy this one and they just bought the old one. It also
6: did not help that on launch day, the first result when you searched Xbox Series X was an Amazon-sponsored ad for the Xbox One X. So if you were trying to, like, throw one in your cart, like, the second that it was released, uh, the first Google ad would send you to not the one that you're looking for. And if you weren't paying attention, good job. You bought the wrong
3: Xbox. Absolutely incredible. Do you think the next generation is going to be, like, the Xbox Series 1X? And then we're going (laughs) to... Series 1X
6: 360, baby! Yes! (laughs) Can we just? I I know that we make fun. I know we make fun of PlayStation for adding numbers, but at least you then know.
1: Who the fuck
4: makes fun of PlayStation for adding numbers? (laughs) I
2: have to agree
6: with
1: that. I think they're (laughs) fun. We never prefer them them to have.
3: Oh my God, I bet they're going to name it the PlayStation 6. It's like, well, yeah, dipshit. What else are (laughs) we going to fucking call it? I mean, we do make fun of numbers, but it's more for things like iPhone and their numbering scheme or uh, Nvidia's numbering scheme for gpus sometimes mm-hmm, those are mm-hmm. just like what why
4: just buzzwords sony cuts right to the point they're like this is the first playstation the ryzen PS2. cpus <laughs> did
1: did skip the 4000 series for some reason not sure about that see because the current ones that are out right now are the 3000s they not. want and everybody we're at, to now think now we at 5000s
3: that they're jumping two generations ahead <laughs>
1: I just like how Xbox named their new thing, like almost the same, like one word difference. And it's not even like the word at the end where you have like a yeah. signify, like signifier. It's like in the middle of the name.
0: It's <laughs> awful. It's awful. It's so awful. <laughs> Do you think it's done maliciously? <laughs> like, no, for this that exact purpose. Sense. So, that so if can people accidentally more? buy the wrong
3: one. Like. Because it's it's not a good name.
0: Can we get that no. out of the way? It's a very oh, bad name. Actually, not. is
4: fucking terrible.
0: I
3: really feel like they haven't had a good name since the Xbox. Three sixty was a nice 360? name. I like. Yeah, three sixty is fine. Uh, uh, I don't know.
1: Three sixty is fine. I, think. I mean,
3: Durango would have been
1: a much name.
4: better. Uh, I don't. Name.
1: I don't know how you follow up. Three sixty is the problem. One eighty one, seven twenty. That's so
0: easy. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> was
1: thinking it was going to be seven twenty or something like that. You know. They, they did
4: one after, right? Is that correct? Yeah, Xbox yeah.
0: One. I mean, fine. <laughs> Which
4: was the worst move ever. That makes no <laughs> sense. No, it's it's, it's not think about it, 360 like, degrees like is Sony, one circle. Sony didn't be like, okay, so we got PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and then PlayStation 4, but guess what? The next one, it's going to be PlayStation 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my lord. And then PlayStation Series 3X is actually PlayStation 5.
1: <laughs> pretty bad
3: yeah uh, we should also talk a little bit about um, Overwatch League yeah the
6: finals are this weekend uh, and uh, they, it's uh, between uh, the Shanghai Dragons the Philly Fusion uh, the Dynasty uh, and uh, uh, the San Francisco Shock uh, the only reason I, I put it in here was I found it really interesting that the four teams are competing you've got two north american teams and two uh asian teams and all of the games
4: oh. are at 4 a.m
6: <laughs> <Huh>. why <laughs> like, well
4: i mean if you're an esports guy like you're awake for 16 hours a day anyway. I
6: I guess because like I was like okay well what about you know okay San Francisco Shock so they would be West Coast so what's that like that's 1 a.m. like that's still a late time to have an esports championship match on a weekend uh yeah like I don't know it just seems like not the best timing especially since all of the other ones they've had like at reasonable hours of like eight, nine, 10 o'clock at night. And you're like, okay, are that's it, a little bit earlier for your so, West coast crowd, but like still not too bad.
1: Are they at a land somewhere or are they doing this over the net?
6: They're doing it over the net.
1: Oh, okay. That doesn't so make what, sense then that's so
4: what, so what, what time is it in China? I think that is the main <laughs> thing is I
6: think that it is China. very much to p- appease their, uh, the Asian audience but i also kind of just like well do you have a lot of those like so I, I, the
4: people's liberation army I don't know you, i'm, I'm
6: wondering what their numbers up, look though. like of that uh maybe maybe because the last one was on the east coast in philly that this one they wanted to make it at a different time for their you know the the, the know. To get over there i don't know they're pretending maybe, like they're I in mean, a, a
4: I, assume, I assume that they're gonna have multiple matches against like two teams have multiple matches like best two out of three or whatever
6: it is it is uh currently it's the uh a single elimination of the four of the four uh teams
4: there so you get one match and that's it
6: yeah you get one match and then if you lose it you you're out of the out um because they it's been like leading it's been a long tournament leading up to this which I think they've actually done really well this has been a great uh like finals that they've done in general uh of all of them all of the teams have gotten to be able to compete, which I thought was really nice. So that way you don't have the problem of, like, this team is really bad at this patch, but this team's super good at this patch. You know, like, you just have, like, these are the best teams that are playing. And, and you know, everyone gets a, gets a shot. Um, and so it's been really cool because people have had, like, uh, um, like the kind of your March Madness brackets going. And then you have the underdog team show up and just, like, fuck everything up like Washington and Justice did um
4: i wonder if anybody that like gets really deep into like the overwatch esports like talks shit about people that really enjoy watching football (laughs) (laughs) yeah fuck
6: you football guys
4: you'd be like i don't fucking get it so fucking dumb like fantasy football my fantasy
3: overwatch team Exactly. I, re- I really um, want to know. You said because you said there's two teams, uh, East, East teams and two West teams, and i yes. I want to know if it's going to be like a East-West tradition thing, kind of like happening yes. in Dota, where every yes. year it just like swaps who's better. Yeah, they they purposely
6: the the final four is purposely uh, two from the East bracket and two from the West bracket. Where
1: are the players from though? There you All go.
6: over the goddamn place, and also yeah. they're. A lot my of them under, are my understanding
1: of, is the teams just kind of recruit everybody from everywhere in Overwatch League, right? And they also I'm are, like, like okay, that kind sense.
6: of set up in their hometowns right now. Like, all of the Washington players, whether they live in Seoul or whatever, or, you know, whether they're from Seoul or whatever, like, they all played in D.C. Like, they, they were all in their little, like, clubhouse here in, right. in like, D.C. Virginia area. So... I, like that is part of the the question that I have then have is that like if you have people that are playing in Philly and in San in San Francisco and then in you know in Seoul and then you've uh, you know in Shanghai I just I don't know it just seems weird like maybe have a match here and a match there being you know uh, set to the uh, the Chinese time zones or you know the the Asian time zones but to having all of them set to that just seems like an odd thing. Like, I, really, yeah. I mean,
4: I mean, I don't know what the BFD is. Just fucking crush some dew, shove a hot pocket in your food hole and crush <laughs> the enemy team. Fair enough. Time of day does not matter.
3: Let's talk about two other quick things here in games real quick. Um, number one being Outriders release date. Yeah, so I've been super excited about Outriders for a while, and they had the release date set for holiday.
2: Well, it's been delayed. Surprise, surprise. press. Surprise, press. Yeah, this so is February second. Like... It comes out. Is this the uh, three-player thing?
3: Yes, it's a
2: three-player okay. third-person shooter kind of. Actually, it looks the gameplay kind same, of yeah. looks similar to like a Mass Effect kind of gameplay almost. Go on. Um, it actually it feels like what Anthem wanted to be. Oh, terrible. What a kick in the
4: ass. Let me say, not what it wanted to be, what what it should have been. What it should have. (laughs) That's a good way to put
1: it. Anthem 2.0 is still coming.
3: (laughs) Evolve 2.0, baby. It fixed all of the Evolve problems. (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) Rest Uh, in peace,
2: Bucket. Outriders. Yeah, poor Bucket. Outriders doesn't have the Anthem thing where it's supposed to be like a game as a service kind of game, it's just three players a full campaign to run through and that's it and it looks that, awesome the more gameplay i see of it the better it looks which is i guess how it should be for a game in development but that's not how it usually is i feel like i, I really <laughs>
4: hope this starts to set a trend where we start to move away from the games as a service thing i sure <laughs>
0: hope so man uh, be nice. i'm in love with is... you a lot of them are tanking kind of like anthem yeah. tanked very publicly avengers yeah. I mean it's critically it's getting panned. Yeah, I don't Mm. know. Maybe a bunch of people got it anyways, but critically I don't think I've heard almost any nice things.
6: Yeah. You know it's bad when your game just
0: came out and they're offering it for
6: free if you sign up for like Verizon Fios or something (laughs) like that. And
5: you're like, ooh.
6: (laughs) Okay.
4: That, that isn't to say that necessarily I don't think that games as a service should go away entirely. I think right. there are some games that really benefit from sure. being in that medium.
2: Yeah, like it's still good to have WoW around.
4: Yeah, good to have mm-hmm. WoW or, or like uh, Destiny, Warframe, really yep, popular. Yep.
2: yep.
1: But there, there just can't be that many of them. But you can't have many of them
3: because you, you there's only so many people jump
0: who... on the train yeah
1: that's the well, problem. every yeah every company wants one of their it's own it's
0: like when yeah, everyone was... was making mmos or mobas <laughs> yeah 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 yep. yep.
1: that's so true oh my gosh
0: yes man when
1: everybody made an mmo after a while it got super popular
0: yeah it's, it's almost the exact same thing where it's like it yeah. makes a lot of money we can do that and it's like well here's the problem people who want that have it yeah <laughs> and they're already and doing also, it it's actually else's game. it's also really hard to make one that's like good, good.
2: right it's are they're already so good so you're you're going up against a product that's already like. Really popular and really good. And you got to try to make something that rivals it in like a short amount of time to get on the hype.
0: Yeah.
3: It just well, doesn't. Like, all you really need Royale, to do is you just have to wait until a company like Bungie takes away half of the content from an existing <laughs> games of the service. <laughs> and then you launch your own game then and be like, hey, look, all the content you're missing out on. Here it is.
2: <laughs> no, that that's when Warframe's just like, hey, guys, we have an enormous universe and we've taken yeah. none of it out. <laughs>
4: Dude, I have no idea what's going on in Warframe anymore. <laughs> do you remember? So I, much... I, I come back to the game like once a year and I come in and I'm just like, what the
1: fuck? You get to is watch like on? eight cinematics.
4: Because yeah, there's like eight so cinematics and they're like, yo, buy a battleship. I'm like, what
1: the <laughs> fuck? Like once a year, I see a really cool gameplay demonstration of the new stuff that they added. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to do that. And then I go play the game for a little bit. And I'm like, I want to get to that cool new stuff I saw. And then I realized <laughs> I wanted to play like hundreds of hours of this game <laughs> to awesome. get through all the old stuff. You so s- I can you see that new stuff. on that. How'd that go? I did. I did. I didn't make it very far. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: Let's also just talk here real briefly about uh, Ghost of Tsushima version 1.1. Yeah. 1. 1.
2: Yes, yeah, so they announced a version 1.1 1. 1 update. Which, um, you know, and and a whole bunch of random cosmetics and stuff. But more importantly, it's adding a co-op mode. Two two kind of different co-op modes, I guess. They're adding these things called Legends Missions, which is two-player co-op. You can pick between, like, four different classes and then go in and complete the missions together. And they're adding a raid that is a four-player raid Hmm. that sounds pretty cool. I mean, they haven't talked in depth about it. but
4: In, In Ghosts of Tsushima? Yeah, right? Yeah. I didn't think that game was multiplayer.
3: It it's is not. not.
4: not, not <laughs> it's not Fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh but
2: I think I think they're gonna add more because they keep talking about having raids in the game. Every trailer shows the word raids as plural instead of singular. So they
1: might be adding more in the future, probably will be adding more. No, we Man, meant as soon as it goes well.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I googled Ghost of Tsushima
1: one point one and one of the top Articles just says, Ghost of Tsushima version 1.1 will let you pet dogs.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, most important thing is you can pet the dogs now. Well, I yeah. was on
4: the fence, but... Also, have already bought classes
2: it. gets to summon a spirit dog, which you can also pet. Oh, god, that's
4: that's powerful. <laughs> what does right? ghost fur feel like?
2: <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know. I haven't even played that game yet, but now I'm excited about the co-op, and I guess you have to have PlayStation Plus to play the co-op. but Probably. Whatever. So,
4: speaking of Ghostfur, let's talk about Dune. Yes, (laughs) let's talk about Ghostfur and Dune. No. Okay. Cool.
3: (laughs) We got a bunch of D's to talk about in film, actually. No. Dune, Death, 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 Day, Digital, and The Walking Dead. A lot of D's. Dune, first of all, most important part of all of this. Delayed, October first, twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's won't, so won't be good. long. That's Everyone long knew that it was going to be delayed. Why is it a year? Yeah,
4: because they figured out that you cannot translate Dune into a fucking movie.
1: No, <laughs> no. they just want to make money, and people aren't going to theaters. I mean, the movie's going to be done in December for sure. Yeah, be
3: ready if not,
1: go. if not, they'll they'll make little tweaks. I did read that they were like kind of scrambling to get some final stuff done some maybe they just have some breathing room now which is nice don't have to crunch as hard but like
4: dune is just so weird that without a whole bunch of just uh what's the word when you're just saying what the situation like explaining the exposition exposition thank you you need so much exposition to explain what in the hell is going on in that movie. And mm-hmm. nobody
2: wants that in movies. And nobody
3: wants nope. that in movies. Like, it just does not fit in that format. You just mm-hmm. take you just take the Christopher Nolan format and you explain literally nothing. <laughs> and you just fast skip between, like, important parts mm-hmm. of the plot. And you're like, figure it out yourself. You got it. I believe in you.
4: No, because then people are going to be like, why the fuck is everyone so obsessed with, like, oregano? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, there are going to be, there's going to be a sequel. So it's, it's split into two movies.
4: Oh, see, yeah. I, 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 so I'm at least big, you have I'm a little a, bit more runtime. Very big Dune fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. I read the first book in seventh grade for a book report. It's a very long book. <laughs> and I feel like the only like visual medium that could do Dune justice is a like HBO series. Where you got the budget to back it up and you have the amount of time to explain all those things without having to just have somebody talk at you for a while.
3: Listen, not a, like, I feel like they have both of those. First of all, they clearly have the budget. I mean, the actors and actresses that are in this movie, Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, uh, Javier Bardem, Jason Momoa, Dave Bautista, all these guys. I mean, you know, that's, that's a pretty star-studded cast, first of all. Also, and second I, of all, you have Denis Villeneuve who is directing it. And if anybody can translate something, he's going to be able to do that translation. Is
4: mm-hmm. that because he's European?
3: No, I mean, <laughs> what's the name of the book that he, uh, or the short story by Ted Chiang that he translated for, well, translated, that's not the right term. Oh, Arrival. He adapted for Arrival.
1: Yeah, Arrival um stories of your life and yes or no okay so when, that's,
4: when you put it that way that, yeah, that makes life. more sense but looking at the trailer um i just i don't know i don't know if they i mean they're definitely going for that uh crowd of just so did like the crazy new crazy action movie
3: yeah yeah
1: the new blade runner right he did that yeah
3: he did the new blade runner too
1: yeah which very well done, so my okay, expectations. I,
4: you know what? I've gone from being like, "It's not going to be good to "I will give it a chance."
1: <laughs> yeah. Second D devs Devs, yes. Um, so it turns out I didn't go to sleep last night. I just watched all of devs <laughs> from from like midnight to 8 a.m. What but is devs? you we planning on staying yeah, up or because devs? devs
2: was just that I,
1: good? I wasn't really planning on staying up, but then I got to a certain point where I was like, I should just reset my sleep schedule anyway. <laughs> and I just stayed up. Um so, so you it slept all day. No, I just I've been up still.
3: Are you okay? <laughs> He's done this three times this year. Guys, it's twenty twenty, okay? I do this yeah. thing You're where I keep
4: on very like quotient for yeah, for, you know being up for 36
1: hours I, d- I just keep on going to sleep later and getting up later and then after a while i just feel like i need to reset so i just stay up all night every once in a while
3: okay whatever he hasn't been up for 36 hours you woke up. What time did you wake up? Like 5 p.m. yesterday? Yeah,
1: I didn't yeah, I didn't get up to like oh. five yesterday. So, so
3: P.M. Fuck. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah,
0: reset that shit. Yeah. I gotta reset. <laughs> You've gone the when, wrong.
4: When you, when you wake up and the sun is setting and you do not work a second shift job, you are doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, something has
0: gone wrong. Listen,
1: listen, listen, guys. Devs. Listen. It's a show. Listen,
4: yeah. Linda. Tell, tell us about Devs, please.
1: It's a mini-series. I don't really want to say a ton about it because it's really cool how it all unfolds, but I will say it is written and directed by Alex Garland who did both Ex Machina and Annihilation. He wrote and directed both of those hmm. and all eight episodes are written and directed by him. And it's very good. It's the the premise is like, there's like this uh, big tech company that's got a subdivision called devs. That is very mysterious and nobody knows what they're working on over there and it's like in a separate building and everything and you have to have to go through this huge like security screening process if you get selected to go work there and you're like not allowed to take anything in or out of the building all this kind of stuff and there's this like couple and the the boyfriend gets selected to go to devs and it kind of like unravels like what's going on under the you know Microscope of the CEO. Hmm. It's very, it's very good show. I don't, I would ruin stuff just by explaining any more. I think, but it's, it's a big project they're working on, and it's got wide-reaching implications. What are we
4: talking? Hour-long episodes?
1: Yeah, yeah, about hour-long episodes. Full hour, not TV hour. Uh, some of them are full hour, and some of them are a little bit less. Okay. I believe it's on Hulu.
3: Third D. Dave.
1: Dave, um, I also started watching this show. It is actually just like the story of Little Dicky.
0: Oh, yeah. The rapper. I was literally, the song was <laughs> playing in my head before I connected. That's actually what you're talking about. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I've only seen a few episodes so far, but it's very funny. If you're a fan of Little Dicky's like, humor in his music, then you'll probably like this show. Is he
3: an actual artist?
1: Uh yeah, kinda, yeah. He's yes. the one who
3: did the Earth song, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What okay. is
1: the Earth
0: Song?
3: The one where we got like all of those artists to sing a part of it and they're like portray- aren't they portrayed the as animals yes. on the Earth? Okay. Okay. Yeah, he does,
1: he a zebra or some shit. He's kind of like a satirical rapper, but He's
0: He's like, some, his name's Lil like... dicky, I kinda gathered that yeah. much at least.
1: And like, yeah, I mean that is his job, though. Is is he is a rapper? <laughs> so
0: okay. cool. I thought it might have just been like a conceit for the show, you know. Like no, it's fictional. But okay, interesting.
1: And he actually plays himself in the show, so
4: hmm.
1: very very funny. I I was laughing out loud a lot at the end of the third episode.
4: Okay, so
0: was the first also two some time kind between of yeah, first two are shit. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I,
1: the end of the third episode is so absurd. It actually like. For something to make you laugh out loud when you're by yourself, I think that's really special.
4: It is uh, very hard to find.
0: Also a little sleep-deprived, right? Or sleep-messed up at <laughs> least. So like, I'm sure that contributes. Kind of
3: balances out. Fourth D, dicks on a stick.
4: In stores now.
1: L- that's all I got. I don't know if you wrote the set. No, what? It's in your D- color, man. You got to talk about it. Yeah, like, I'm just, Why is this I'm, my color?
4: I'm, I'm I'm looking at films. I see Dune, Devs, Dave's, Dicks on a Stick.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right, Alex. <laughs> All
0: right. Give, it, give it to us. Dicks on a
1: Stick. Let's hear it. Um, so it's a new, new the sausage party it's yours now. about,
4: about little Dicky. <laughs> and he's on a sticky. Dicks on a stick. The real yeah, other
3: where
1: D, that, D is... Where the, Dead, as in Walking Dead.
4: Dead, oh, comma, yeah. dead. Dead, dead, <laughs> dead comma, dead. Don't, don't dead open inside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um Yeah, there is another new Walking Dead spinoff, which Why? just baffles me. I don't know. It's called Why? The Walking Dead World Beyond. I think it's supposed to be like a YA spin on The Walking Dead.
5: <laughs>
1: if you can imagine that, I don't know. No, no, no. A gr- group of teenagers. No. Is He's isn't
4: one
6: gonna take on. me to prom. Yo, you're not having proms in zombie jail.
1: Yeah, I just saw the episode one of this pop up and I was like, oh my gosh. They're still spinning off Walking Dead series. Just yeah, let, let those seats take a shower. <laughs> is... Yeah, also,
0: is the Walking Dead still like culturally relevant? I I I don't know. I sure
4: hope not.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't it's know. It's still that. airing, I believe. It's still like Actively being developed. The and, last,
4: the last season. Wait, what is
0: coming up? Isn't it really? I thought I, I honest to god thought it was over. I no. did too.
4: But then I saw something that said like, "Oh, final season for Walking Dead." I'm like, "Did I just Fine, put out time travel?" Season
0: eleven. Yeah. Huh. I mean, cool. I guess
4: that's the, so many seasons. The fact that The Walking Dead had more seasons than the Star Trek: The Next Generation is unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And that they're gonna I mean, be equivalent to Stargate. Man.
4: Nice.
3: Yeah, they oh, just but did Stargate a... went downhill real fast. <laughs> did it after season seven yeah after season
4: yeah, seven. Yeah, after oh. like season four.
6: I've got bad news for my friends that are binge watching it right now,
4: then. <laughs> oh Tell as soon as, it, as soon as as soon as I get to like season four, tell them to watch Atlantis, because Atlantis okay. is good. I've heard Atlantis is I remember watching
6: Atlantis when I was young and liking it.
4: It's because it get, it goes back to that, like, serial episode where it's like, we go to a planet. This planet is unique, and this is the thing. Whereas, like, later on in Stargate, they tried to
3: have, like... Overarching plot yeah, lines. Yeah, overarching
4: plot lines that were, yeah. It was,
3: uh, it was, too, it was gotta, too much.
1: You gotta do the true watch order and watch them both, like, in airing yeah, order. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously. Yep. Simultaneously. That's what I did.
3: It was an exhaustingly long venture, but eventually got through them. <laughs> And then when they get to the point at which it's like, hey, it's time to watch Stargate Universe. And you're like, don't. Just don't and don't. There's no reason to waste your time.
4: Hey, my, my brother's friend was in that show.
1: Oh. Man, the other Walking Dead spinoff, Fear the Walking Dead, is already on season five. Jeez. Why, why
0: are so I thought m- got canceled after like one season. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? We're relearning about it. Uh,
1: all- season six actually is coming.
0: Are we switching? Can
3: this be a Walking Dead podcast now? Yes. No. (laughs) Good Lord. Hey, let's talk about a a couple things in board game realm here um, before we hop off. Um, First and foremost, the first of two public safety announcements, Frank, because you'll have one later. Um, If you love your family, (laughs) you will not play Catan with them. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a friendly reminder. We're coming into like... Semi-holiday season when you may or may not be spending time with your family, online or in person. Just whatever you do. Don't play Catan. Pick literally any other game, even if it is competitive. The moment you play Catan, you go to play any other game, all of the hostility remains. You cannot shed it. Hey,
2: man, I tried to avoid playing that
3: round, but you were like, no.
2: I shouldn't have said it. I need
3: six people. I shouldn't have said it. It It Just don't do it.
4: So personal story time and like this is completely unrelated. Didn't know you were putting that. But every time we go to somebody's house to play board games or we have company over, Ashley forces Catan
3: onto people.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then you guys get and done playing one round. Yeah, and everybody's like, hon, I think it's time to go, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And, and then it's just,
4: it's like, it just gets so salty.
3: It's very salty. Yeah very it's exhausting
4: like like it, somehow there's always one person who becomes like the mogul of everything and they're and they're just freaking steamrolling towards the end like snowballing because they get so many resources on a roll that they act like king shit just being <laughs> like oh what am i gonna do with all these hay? meanwhile i'm over here like rubbing two wood together <laughs> just being like oh well yeah just yeah <laughs> I'm like half an hour in. I guess I'll build a road or something. I don't know. Could you not roll
3: a fucking seven? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, yeah, I should also mention in that. Here's the other thing. When you go to play Catan, literally everyone has their own rule set. No matter what you do, you show up to play a game, they're like, that's not how you play Catan. You're supposed to be doing this. No, it's not in the rule book. And then everybody's got to consult the rule book. And then you inevitably end up with, oh, but there's multiple versions of the rule book. No, there's not. So, <laughs> so I,
4: this has been an ongoing argument between Ashley and I about ports and I don't, I don't mean to get into board game rule hour, but the ports all have little symbols on them for like yeah. sheep and wood and hey, So the way that I interpret it is that that boat has that resource on board and are willing to trade that resource for two of any other resource. Because it makes no sense for you to just like have this one ship that comes up and just like will be like, I'm only taking sheep, but I got whatever else you want.
3: Oh, yeah, that's backwards how you're supposed to play it. But that makes way more logical Mm -hmm. sense that they'd be carrying one type of resource.
4: Right. Because they come in and it's like, yo, I'm trading brick. What you got?
3: Right. So you can trade three of any resource for one. No, that doesn't make it.
4: No, three of any resource for whatever resource. So that one stays exactly the same. Because that's like a, they're just like, I don't know. We got some shit.
3: Interesting. I think that is backwards, but still.
4: That's
3: what everyone thinks, but I'm like looking at it. I'm like, it makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Let's
0: play right now. My first rule of Catan is we do not play Catan. Yes, that's a very. Jake had a
6: bad experience. Yeah, and...
2: I've had
0: only
6: bad experiences. Yeah. And I don't I think... blame Jake for having a bad experience because that player
0: is a fucking boss and never loses, and it's unfair. Literally, We played for like five rounds, and around round three I just gave up, gave all my stuff to the other player, and then he <laughs> lost two rounds later. And I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so dumb. The, the because that, your opponent I... cannot be beaten.
4: The, the thing that I don't like about Katane is that once you lay out the map, you see everything, you see all the numbers, you see all the things, and you come up with this like insane plan on like, okay, I'm gonna have a settlement here and a settlement here in a city, and then have roads that connect these two, and I'll take these port 'cause like and you're you're going around the numbers, and then those numbers never get rolled, yeah, yeah.
2: the real problem with Catan is that it's entirely random who
3: wins.
4: I can hear Ashley laughing upstairs.
3: What's amazing is that, you know, like that's like what you're kind of striving for in a lot of things is like true randomness. But when it's literally every component of the game, it becomes so lacking in strategy that like it doesn't matter what you do. It's almost like when you play Monopoly, I feel like it's very similar. Everybody just buys the first thing you roll on, but you're just rolling dice and then you're just moving around the map. And whether or not you land on something, it's not like you can really plan. You can build buildings and things, but I don't know if there's really any strategy what you're doing. There's a reason. I only play (laughs) Candyland. I
0: won't play any other board games. Good idea. It's it's the only way to go. It's the only way to be sure. No one has an unfair advantage. Check out my
3: YouTube for my new hot, hungry, hungry hippo strat. (laughs) I should mention two other things in Board Game Realm. Um, First, uh, Frostpunk which was a post-apocalyptic city-building game, uh, video game, has started a Kickstarter, which launched, I think, two days ago. They got their funding in about 50 minutes um, to play a game that is essentially just Frostpunk, but multiplayer and on a board, which seems pretty cool. Is that a co-op game? I haven't read much into it, other than like it was posted all over the place. They were talking about how they were funded so quickly, and there was a bunch of minis they were showing off. I don't know much about how the gameplay works. Uh, it looks like it's still built around the same basic mechanics of the normal game, where you kind of have the cylinder in the center that's heating the city, and you're building buildings around it, and you're sending out people to do specific tasks. You do also have uh, event-based cards that flip while you're playing as well, that cause various, you know, normally bad things to happen in in your city. Also, Pandemic Legacy Season Zero. Which, of course, because that's how that makes sense. You go season one, then season two, then season zero. Mm -hmm. The Xbox approach. Yeah, yes, (laughs) yes, yes. Uh, They've officially announced their uh, release date, which is late October. I think it's the 23rd of October. So if you haven't played any Pandemic Legacies, let me just tell you to stop whatever board games you're playing, go find three other people, and commit to a year-long friendship where you will just play Pandemic Legacy. Also, read the rules very carefully. Very carefully! And then also
1: remember them...
3: yeah, remember hey man, them. Don't
2: history. just read
0: them and then go, yeah, we got it.
2: Read them like every ten minutes just to make sure you didn't miss something. Because you but, did.
3: But my favorite part is in the rule book, it ever it says, if you ever mess a rule up, don't worry. It probably won't affect the outcome of the game. Just yeah. continue on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to meet wrong. the people
0: who write board game rules because I feel like they're usually wrong about that kind of shit. Right.
3: Or they're wrong about what they put in the Sell you may not use ever rules. use these rules section of the yeah. rule book.
0: I don't know if I've ever ha- played a game with that section and not needed
3: it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like the four back-to-back games we played at PAX Unplugged that one year? Yeah, it Every was always time. like,
0: what, well, what do we do? It's like, well, we it's like, well, we didn't think this would happen. It's like,
3: this happened immediately. What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> first, <the laughs> first thing, that thing that happened. Roll the dice, bam! Got to consult that weird rule section. <laughs> okay, last but not least... Secondary public safety announcement. Frank?
4: Yeah, so uh, this section is called uh, What is Going On in the World and Where Did We Go Wrong? Uh, the Motion Picture. This, <laughs> this sounds not, like a good panel. I'm in. This is, <laughs> this right. is not actually a film, uh, but I just thought the motion picture would uh, catch people's attention.
1: Sure, sure. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to just let it happen. Okay.
3: let <laughs> supposed to be natural.
4: Okay, so just cut that part out. S- and scene. Okay. So, I know it's a touchy subject, but masks. Let's talk about them, okay? People seem to be on very much one side or the other. There's not a lot of people that are on the in between. There are a lot of people that are like, I don't need to wear no fucking mask. I don't need wear, uh, the government telling me what to do. Like, I don't care about that shit. It's like, look, yo, like this is a thing. Like, people getting sick, they dying. It's the, you know, it's it's the flu. This shit's been going on since the beginning of time. But, you know, this one's a little different. And then there's other people at the other end of the spectrum where it's like you walk within like 20 feet of them and they start like looking like you're running at them with a knife if you don't have your mask on your face. And I, and And I think the way to just like look at this is like I just ask all of them where it's just like, okay. So when you walk into like seven eleven, what's it say? You gotta have shoes and a shirt. Pants are optional. Masks are the exact same fucking thing. Pants are optional when you're (laughs) masking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean like your butt can't transmit COVID.
3: This is Well, actually I don't know.
4: Is that true? Uh, it's probably, probably. I don't not. know. There, there, there's probably going to be an article <laughs> that comes out where it's like new studies find that farts are like the main way to spread COVID, and it's going <laughs> to fucking <laughs> melt your eyeballs.
0: Gosh! Like it's all this shit. All right, like
4: all this. It's just like it's just a virus, and just you know, like wash your fucking hands, and be healthy, and everything will be okay.
3: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. At first, I, I thought you, where you were going with this, where there are people who don't wear masks, there are people who do wear masks, but there's no one in between, but we need more in-between people, and I thought you were going to tell me that's the mask that, like, unzip. So you're wearing them, but you can also consume food. (laughs) No. We didn't end up there, so I'm glad, but I'm just saying. It could have just been the people
1: that wear masks but put them below their nose. Oh my gosh, those people are the worst.
4: Uh, Yeah. -hmm. Like, the the mask etiquette for me is that, like, if the other person is wearing one, I will wear one.
1: If that's, they're within that's...
4: six if they're within six feet of me, I'll put it on. And then if I'm going into establishment that says you have to wear a mask, it's the exact same thing as needing to wear fucking shoes and a shirt to get service.
3: Yeah, no shoes, no shirt, no service. Boom. Yeah. yeah. We have to make it rhyme though for people and then put it on the door. No mask, no No gas. Nice. It only works for
0: stores that sell gas. (laughs) Propane. (laughs) But if
3: you sell anything else besides propane and propane accessories.
0: (laughs) That's tough. I don't know, man. I mean maybe maybe this is just my view, but I feel like wearing a mask is actually super duper easy. So I (laughs) just do it.
3: And that's the the
4: exact same thing as putting fucking shoes on.
3: I it's mean, actually it. significantly easier than putting shoes on. unless that it's true. Is true. It is you do lace it up. Always have your shoes tied. I know there are people who do that. I can't do that. People, I, even so, it's easier then to I, put a then mask I have on to, Then shoes.
4: I have to like think and remember to like put it up over my face. I'm like, you also have to think about opening a fucking door, but you've done it so many fucking times that you actually don't have <laughs> to think about it.
0: Yeah, you're actually pretty good
3: at it. <laughs> and
4: guess what? At this point, when it comes to putting a mask on, I don't even think about it.
3: Yeah, I pretty much don't either. It hangs by my door when I when I leave. I open the door and I grab it and I leave. I'm going to love with you. Face. I don't think a single time I have
0: remembered to put it on immediately. I always, oh, unlock the door, open it, close it again, grab the mask, put it on and then go <laughs> 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 have, ha- has anyone
6: else done the like you get out your car, you start walking towards the store or whatever, and then you're just like,
3: oh, shit, I left the mask, do a 180, go back to the car. Oh, yeah.
5: Mm hmm.
4: I hey, have also
3: I have also not brought my own mask before and went to go somewhere, but Janae leaves hers in the car and it's very floral,
1: like just <laughs> lots of flowers
3: and this I have punishment that thing
1: for forgetting because, your mask,
0: man. I was going to sarcastically ask if you wore a girl mask, but it sounds like <laughs> you did. <laughs> I definitely
4: did. I've worn I've worn Ashley's mask before, but that's because it's Darth Vader. So Ooh, that's
0: nice. pretty good. Mess. That's powerful.
3: I think my favorite one I have seen so far is Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin's mask, which is the picture of him when he was younger and home alone with his hands on his face. It's just the lower half of that in a mask mm. that he put on his own face.
2: Does that, does that make sense? Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin's mask? Or should it be Macaulay
3: Culkin's Macaulay Culkin that. mask?
2: Oh, no. I think Cause cause I it should like be. That's the way it should be.
3: Oh, uh, no. No, or I should think should it be Macaulay, 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 Macaulay Culkin, Culkin, Culkin Culkin's yes. Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin Mask. I don't, what are you saying now? His full name is Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin. Oh, I forgot I
4: changed yeah, as a, yeah, as opposed, the thing, right. As opposed to Kieran O'Donoghue Culkin Culkin.
6: Correct.
3: Jeez. Kieran Macaulay McCully Culkin, right? Culkin Culkin's Macaulay McCully Culkin Culkin Mask. Oh
2: my gosh. <laughs> it says Macaulay Macaulay Culkin Culkin's Macaulay Culkin
3: no, uh, no, well, actually, that's right, because he didn't change his name then. Oh, wow. Oh, Wait, we
0: clever. gotta know what his
3: previous middle name was.
4: <laughs> you can't get in unless you're wearing your Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin, McCully, <laughs> Culkin mask. <laughs> Alternatively,
1: we could just not <laughs> say his middle name, because you don't say anybody else's middle name.
4: That's true, yeah, it's true. I do when I'm mm. mad at you, bitch.
1: Donald. <laughs> I feel like Neil
0: Patrick Harris...
2: Yeah, true. Good point.
1: Like yeah. there are If they have them. if you have Some an established like call me by my full name standard already. What if?
3: Don't you really because you never had a middle name before oh and we always God. called him by his full name.
1: Oh my and God. and now we're
3: still calling him by his full name.
1: I don't I guess think we'll that's
3: have the to case. Leave. I I mean
1: but we don't fact check on this podcast, so that's right, that's we'll never right. know.
3: Maybe we'll <laughs> fact check for next week, guys. What do you think? Yeah, no. we'll open with that. Perfect. For, yeah, for, yeah, please mm-hmm. send
4: in your emails on my web zone for any uh, facts that were untrue. <laughs> no COVID am- emails, please.
3: No COVID emails. What if it's like mask related um, mask etiquette? Can I email you?
4: Sure. Yeah. Hit me up <laughs> with your mask etiquette uh, opinions. as long as they're not fucking stupid
3: (laughs) Uh, on that note thanks so much for joining us and we'll catch you next time This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCausland, Jake John Fetterkyle, Caleb Juno, Owen Patterline, and Frank Rice. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. We also have a couple new series that we've been working on. One for a custom Divinity campaign and another for a Pathfinder campaign that we've been working on. So make sure you check those out as well. Again, thanks so much for joining us and we'll catch you next time.